Save on your prescriptions with the RX Savings Plus drug discount card offered by Voice America. It is not insurance and discounts are only available from participating pharmacies, but 9 out of 10 pharmacies participate nationwide. Start saving today. Print your free card online at voiceamerica.rxsavingsplus.com or text the word Talk Radio to 96362. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air yeah. And the screams from everywhere yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Stop. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who gon' this town tonight One last sports talk, there's just two of us today Deborah's on assignment They got Alex Clancy in the studio it's just the two of us. We got a lot to talk about. We yep. won't get to it all, but we'll we'll move fast. How about that? We'll do like a let's put a minute and a half to each segment. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. But what's going on? Not a whole lot, you know. Just uh, watched a bunch of sports this weekend. I haven't told you this. I I got a job as a sports blogger on this site called Rant Sports. Rant Sports. Rant Sports. Oh, so I'm just setting that up right now, so I'll be able to um, you know, spill my spill my brain out to. Whoever wants to look at it. We've been telling you blog for uh, Voice America for a while. You haven't blogged one word yet. You've just been texting all day. I'm wait- <laughs> You said you were going to start the blog. Mm, no. Mm. Rant. R-A-N-T. Yeah. Sports. Yeah. Okay. When does that start again? Um, I'm, I just signed the contract, sending it back. So I'll be, um, I'm going to be centralizing around Arizona Cardinals and then uh, in basketball season, I'll be doing the Lakers. So. Of course you're going to be doing the Lakers. Yeah, of course I will. Yeah. You're slobbering right now. You're talking about the I Lakers. I can't wait. I, I can wait. I can wait for basketball. I feel like basketball just ended. It's like the, it was a great finals. I feel like it just ended. I, I can wait another three months. Yeah, I mean it doesn't really start till mid October, so right. we got two. Yeah. All right, well that's good. Um, let's talk about uh, real quick. Let's talk about the Johnny Manziel. Mm-hmm. It's more so of a Texas A and M situation. Uh, Johnny Manziel um, allegedly took money for autograph signing, which. Mm, on the side, no, I don't have a problem with it. It says autograph is his picture. Uh, but the school can be, the NCAA, that could be a violation to the Texas A&M pre- program. <clears throat> now, when they start the season, um, and if he's found guilty on any charges, or uh, they get into the third or fourth game, all those games can be forfeited. And, they, and the so-called big game that they keep alluding to is the Alabama game. They go through all that. Alabama, for one, is going to destroy Texas A&M this year. Um, but they... More importantly, for the program, they can forfeit all those games. Now, if he's not innocent and they sit him, they're talking about his family having suing Texas A&M. Now, we've seen we've seen athletes confess or profess that they're not innocent, they're not guilty, not guilty, and go crazy doing it on in front of uh, on the podium, and then find out six weeks later they're guilty. Hopefully, this is not a case where the family or Johnny Manziel is holding the university hostage because there's nowhere for the university to go. They feel that there's an inside source, a, a, a definite inside source that he's he's done this and he's made money or whoever, whomever he sold that memorabilia to and, and got cash for it or some type of payment for it. 
a definite inside source or uh, the family sues them anyway. There's nowhere for the university to go. Yeah, and I think they kind of created their own monster here. They they kind of let him do whatever he wanted in the offseason, and now they're kind of uh, reaping what they sowed. I mean, it, it, it would be far-fetched to think, oh, and, and he said in the interview that he didn't do it. So, I mean, yeah. you know, so you can't but, take that for much, as you said. Was and, it a CBS interview, right? Yeah, and the, well, and the NCAA met with him for uh, six hours, I believe Sunday, and, uh, you know, nothing nothing conclusive, but it's interesting, and this is this is a reach, but he goes courtside to a Miami Heat game, I think. I think he did batting practice with the Padres. I think that in it, potentially he could have funded all that by these signings because his parents were like, no, you should be focusing on football, you should be focusing on school. He's like, listen. Is that what they said? Well, no, but I'm, I'm saying hypothetically speaking. He makes his money doing signatures, and then he can travel wherever he wants because he's making his own money doing it. Nothing hypothetically comes with um, Johnny Manziel, I, I don't think. Because uh, the guy comes from money. He's, he's used to being able to do what he want to do, uh, if you will. I know, you know his parents having money, his dad. I think it was they made money from the oil out there there in Texas. But I think he's he comes from money, so he's used to being able to do what he do. You know that lifestyle. You know those kind of people. Um, so I think he feel like he's never heard no before. Yeah, well, and that's fair. And I, Kevin Sumlin should have stepped I'm just, in. I'm just speculating. Yeah, no, but Kevin, his head coach should have stepped in if his parents wouldn't to, to kind of calm him down. And you you have to understand that this was coming. Something like some. It's been Johnny drama ever since ever since the end of the last season. And if I were Alabama, I'd want him on the field. I'd want that quality win, even if he got suspended afterwards. I'd want him on the field because this isn't football related. Like it's not HGH, right. it's nothing like that. It's it's a Reggie Bush situation. Reggie still knows he won the Heisman that year, and he still knows that they won the national championship, even though it was vacated. Reg, so, for one, Reggie should never gave up the Heisman. I never would have. But Johnny Manziel, he's never. He, you can't take this Heisman away from him. There's right. nothing he can do outside of doing, and uh, you know, I'm doing up the quotes now, OJ, uh, getting all your memorabilia taken away from you uh, from not being an outstanding citizen, but who is. Um, he he put himself in this predicament, and I say this because now he holds the, the university hostage. He holds all the attention on him, and there's nothing wrong with that if you're building other people around you. you you're building your teammates uh momentum going into the season around you. If you're building that up, that's fine. Take all the attention and, and use it for everyone else. But I think this is just a Johnny Manziel thing. And it started with me. I kind of raised my eyebrow with this guy when he left school. You think you're the first one that won the Heisman that has to be on campus? That Texas A.M. never had superstars there? They had superstars. Before. I know I know quite a few that went to that school uh, before he did. Haven't won the Heisman, but they're just as important as he was. Yeah, and... It'll be interesting to see what happens in the next in the next few weeks. They have Rice coming up in the first week, and then Alabama. So, I mean, and the thing the thing that handcuffs Texas A and M is that it's made them so much money just having Johnny Manziel in the in the, uh, in the uh, on the team right. at the school. I mean, they've made so much money off of him that they really can't do anything. You know, he's. He's the reason why they've made so much money last year, and he's the reason why their football team was relevant, moving into the toughest conference in college football, them going 11-2. and two. They, I mean, they could have even been better than that. They, they could have got undefeated almost if he didn't play awfully in those two games. So uh, defenses are still going to have to pay attention to him, and he's, he's such an elusive player. He's such, a, such an electric player that will put people in the stands, and this will all be forgotten when football season starts. Like, it will, it will be forgotten by football fans. They're like, we just want to see him play. 
Alabama wants to play against them. This is this is the most sought after kid in college football right now. So it's difficult to suspend him or to move on with the investigation more rapidly when you know how much money will be lost if he's not on the field. Yeah, I'm, for the NCAA and for Texas A&M. Right, because the NCAA, NCAA, Texas A&M, they get a chance to market him more, bring more revenue, bring more uh, better recruits to that school. Uh, when you got a guy, you, you got to take advantage of that. Obviously, you do. Um, when you got a guy who's made that much headline, um, you find a way to twist the story and, and make it a positive. Right, they're taking advantage of each other. Yeah. Texas A&M is taking advantage of Menzel, and Menzel's taking advantage of Texas A&M. And all athletes, even the ones that don't come from money, all athletes feel like they should get paid in college. You think you can go to school? Okay, obviously you go to school, and I know some guys that say that I'm here to play football. You think just getting an education or getting a degree is a um, that's a good that's a trade off? That's not the trade off. Because uh, in-state tuition and out-of-state tuition is different. So who's benefiting more from it? You get a degree, you should be able to go get a job or somewhere. Uh, but all college does is teach you how to go work for somebody else unless you have a private practice or anything else. You become a doctor, you, you, know, you maybe a lawyer, you open up your own business, your own practice. But college, school teaches you how to work for someone else. Yeah, and... If and it was these really guys not going to generate, they're not going to generate millions of dollars that Texas A&M Texas or the, whatever university is going to generate on them. They're not going. A lot of them not going to do it. Right. The the NCA doesn't make money on kids getting straight A's. And kids, if it was really about school getting a great education while playing football, Duke, Northwestern, well, Michigan, but Duke, Northwestern, like these these upper echelon schools would be the ones that people would want to go to for the education. But they don't do that. They go to. Alabama, they go to LSU. I mean, they're they're great institutions, but they're not top tier academic wise. So let's let's bring it on a because oh let, man, let's bring, <laughs> let's bring a, a a family member of the show uh, in Junior Spivey. But I, I think Johnny Johnny Manziel is dividing that campus by moving off camp. He he's no more than a superstar than anybody else is on that team. We don't. I don't even know who else is on that team because we talk about Johnny Manziel. Yeah. I'm I'm sure I do, but. As much as we talk about Johnny Manziel and what he's done, you know, it's all it's, a, it's all about him. He's Texas A and M now, and, and he'll be Texas A and M for two more years. And it's tough to take over the SEC like he has with yeah. LSU and Alabama and how dominant they've been. I think that was an alienation for, you know, absorb that atmosphere. You're not going to class anyway. Yeah. Absorb that atmosphere. Take moving off campus, taking online classes, not just moving off campus, but taking online classes, and then not being around a football team except doing football stuff. It's like Barry Bonds stuff. It's like just separating yourself from the team and just performing and then going about your business. It, I mean, in, in the the whole, uh, like, the, the monkey wrench in this whole thing is we have no idea what he's going to be like in the NFL. You know, he might be a fourth-round draft pick, fifth-round draft pick. You don't know when he gets to the NFL and he gets it on draft day. What's the, what's the difference between as of right now? He's got a better arm. Obviously, he's more of a traditional quarterback than Tim Tebow, but he has that kind of, you know, there, hasn't really, there isn't really a quarterback like him in the NFL right now. No, I, I don't see um. I don't see this guy in the first round. I just don't. Unless something happened drastically. If he stays in school. Okay, he won Heisman last year. Redshirt freshman. First time ever been done. Um, and they could have been a lot of freshmen that won the Heisman. We both know it. We can name a handful of them. Yeah. He gets it because he beats Alabama. I, that's my belief. Yeah. Um, let's say he stays in school for another two years, which I think. But he's, but his his marketability right now is to come out next year if he has even half of the season he had. I just don't see him as a first-round quarterback. Yeah, no, I mean, if if he has the year that he did last year, 
he he will his obviously his draft stock will move up because it won't be a fluke and because now right. they've had all summer LSU and Alabama has had all summer to find out how to how to shut this kid down and so have all the coaches around the country that they're going to play this year they have tape on him now that's not just high school tape and not just all star game all star camps and all that stuff so it'll be really interesting to see if they can if they just pack eight in the box and make him throw the ball make make him a throwing quarterback as opposed to being you know like Steve Youngish because mm-hmm. he he just has he has elusive speed he's not lightning quick but he, i mean he knows how to use his angles and he knows how to he knows how to get in the end zone which is something if you have a nose for the end zone then you have a leg up on a lot of quarterbacks that aren't running quarterbacks he looks like um he has a nice touch on his ball. Yeah, on his throw passes. But he hasn't. He hasn't. There isn't a big enough sample to make a firm a, judgment. Say he's a passing right. quarterback. So and now if I think they they should make him uh, opposing defense just make him throw the ball, put as much pressure on him as you can, and make him throw the ball. Well, the thing that happened in the Alabama game, if you remember, uh, a lot of those ones he broke. Alabama was undisciplined in that game. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of uh, busted assignments. By busted assignments, I mean. Lane responsibility. Stay in your gap. Gap control. Uh, Johnny Manziel was able to exploit that. I mean, I think once or twice they had him in the backfield. He got out of that tackle. And then, you know, you look downfield and secondary think he's already sacked. He right. comes out of there running. Right. So, and, and, that, and that's not a discredit to Johnny Manziel. He, he did what he's supposed to do as far as making plays. But when you have a big program uh, like Alabama does, you should have more disciplined players. Absolutely. And they don't get to teach as much uh, in the college as they do anywhere else, well, as they should anywhere else. College, you got 20 hours a week to really get ready for the next opponent. Yeah. You don't have time to be teaching techniques and those things. So that's why Alabama was able to recruit the best athletes um, in the country. Yeah, and I mean, Texas A&M lost Luke Jokel also. They lost the best offensive lineman in the country, which was protecting Johnny Menzel. So, I mean, a lot of things are different now, especially in the media and all these things and the the speculation about the uh, about the autographs and whatnot. So, the cards are stacked up against him right now, even though he looks like he's on top of the world and has all the power in the world, because all he can do is fail. Let's uh, let's do this. Let's try for the third and final time, see if Junior's I'm, I'm here, man. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I'm just listening. Man, oh, okay. We was uh, we, we went at you twice. He said you dropped the call, and then we heard the dial tone in our ear for about 40 seconds. Oh, was, hey, we, no, we were talking about... Uh, we were talking about Manziel, man. We wasn't gonna spend a lot of time on topics, but but this guy right here, and this and what's going on, not just the football. It's not even so much football anymore. Uh, he's got his family involved with lawsuits, potential lawsuits, if he does not play. But if he does, you know, and then been found guilty, if he pulls a Ryan Braum on us and say, no, I absolutely haven't done anything illegal, then find out that you did, and now you want to stand on the podium. When you get on that podium, it's always bad. Um, so when he wants to come back. Uh, what, what, what is your take on Johnny Manziel? Well, my take is is, is far beyond uh, Manziel. I just really believe in my heart, and this is how I truly feel. They they need to pay these guys something, you know, and that's the problem. And hopefully, that this right here will come to the forefront of doing something about paying these athletes. They're making billions of dollars, and why could why shouldn't he be able to? I know it's illegal right now; it's illegal, and he's wrong if he took the money. But why shouldn't he be able to make money off of his own signature? Why well, shouldn't he be able to make money off? I of say his that name? all the time. The NCAA is making money off of him, and that's pimping right there. That's pimping at its finest. You know, they're making billions of dollars, billions. Okay, some of these guys don't go on and play, have a, a professional career. So after their college career, they're, it's it's over. You know, it's it's over. But they've made all this money off of these guys, man. And I just really believe they're taking advantage of them. So, you know, in in and in, in all honesty, if he took the money. 
he's wrong, he's guilty, you know, he should get in trouble. But I just really believe, you know, they need to do something about paying some of these athletes because they're making money from these video games off of them. They're making money off of their signature, from their jerseys, selling helmets. And it's, it's just ridiculous. It's, it's, no, I don't, it's I, don't, um, I don't disagree with you. I don't, I don't think is right now the laws and the rules are what they are. So if he did yep. do it, he's, he's, he's guilty of it. But I don't see... It just don't balance out for when you come to college. It's supposed to be a good trade-off and getting your education. I know plenty of people with education or a degree. To me, there's two different things: um, a piece of paper and education. Yeah, you just go for four or five years, and you get that paper. You can go four or five years and walk out with nothing. But he don't. You can't generate the money that the NCAA makes or that. Let's not let's go down a, a notch. Not there's just the NCAA that university you go to, you can't generate the money they made off you then you can make out there unless you have unless you're a doctor and some most times you gotta pay your own your own your bills back, the student loans, you gotta pay all that stuff back. But you could be a successful doctor and make millions of dollars. Once once you sign your life away when you when you get a scholarship, you give up all of your rights. So yes, granted they're taking advantage of them, but these kids signed they signed it. They have their name until eternity or whatever the contract says. Yeah, but so you know this what? is all the NCAA is not doing anything that they didn't say they were going to do initially. Well, that's why the O'Bannon okay, brothers. That's fine. Let's let's take all the student athletes and let's say you know what every student athlete in the country. Let's you know what we're going to strike. We're not going to play sports. You know what I mean? So therefore, we're not going to go to school. You know how much money that these programs will lose? How much money these schools will lose out on if they took a stance? If they had an attorney to take a stance and say, hey, you know what, we need to change this. Because you know what, it's wrong. I give you another. Uh, they, I, they talk, I, these contracts they're signing with these TV networks are ridiculous. I ridiculous. give you another uh, instance too. What if every, uh, let's say, twelve of your top guys on your college program, and this is across the country, say, "I'm going to take online classes." None of them want a Heisman. I'm going to take online classes. They, you're not building a, a good program. You're not building a successful program. Teams like uh, Alabama, teams like Georgia, teams like uh, USC. You're not going to consistently win that way. These guys are going to find a way to get in trouble. We, you know, you got these kids in school now, and they're getting in trouble. But if they can take but they're online, getting in trouble because of the financial situation. They getting in trouble because they don't exactly. Well, that's one. That's part of it. They getting in trouble because the adults that have them sign this contract, and most of them can't read these contracts, and most of their parents can't read these contracts. They think they're going on a four-year scholarship. A scholarship is a one-year deal every for four years, four to five years. You have five years uh, to play for supposed to be in the, uh, the NCAA, supposed to be in college. But most of these kids, they can't read these college, these college scholarships. And the kid, the adults that's supposed to be taking care of them forget they are still kids. So when they make a mistake, you punish them as adults. Well, I have, I have, a, I have a good – well, put it this way. If they're going to strike, then the third stringles will want to play because they'll want to – but – And now you're talking about a, a, a smallest program. Now you're talking about – Play Oklahoma. He, yeah, you're talking about Colorado. Yeah, <laughs> here's here's well here here's a, a a resolution of that. Play another sport. Baseball, you can draft it out of high school. You can go play overseas. Basketball, you can go play overseas out of high school. Any other sport, you can go play overseas after high school and get paid. What else, it's ridiculous to think that just because they – football, yes, is the number one generator. That's the nature of the beast. People love the NFL more than any other sport in this country. So you are choosing that path – to try to make it to the NFL, which 
you it, it is a pay by pay by uh, production league anyways you can go you can get a guaranteed contract somewhere else in a different sport you can choose i, I understand that 300 pound 68 guy might not be able to play basketball or might not be able to play anything else but you have a choice with what sport you want to play in college they chose this they were exemplary with their craft they got a scholarship and now they're now they're doing exactly what they do signed really, up for do you really want and to you know, know and i'm not disputing it okay stop I am. stop charging stop charging uh uh, people to get into the games. Stop charging. Do you, okay? Stop do you, selling. Stop selling jerseys. Stop selling their signature and their image. What well, is happening in Ohio? Stop. stop, uh, stop, stop okay. Video what's games. the running back? Give them away for free. Stop oh, making money off of them, then, if that's oh, the case. Ohio State's running back. Uh, well, a lot of us. I know a lot well, of guys. Terrell Pryor got the issue. Terrell, Terrell Pryor had an issue, but the running back wanted to come out early. But if you want oh, to Maurice really, Claret. Uh, Maurice Claret. But if you really want my opinion on why they let baseball guys come out early and not football and basketball, then I'll give it to you. Please. Well, most <laughs> black athletes, African-Americans, yes, sir. They, they play football and basketball, and yep. you generate more money for the university by going for one year. The Kentucky, they, they, Kentucky recruits like this. You're only going to be here one year. Um, so you can come out. A lot of uh, white Americans come out and play baseball so they can go make that money that they used to having. But they want us to go to school first. Now, right, that's if you really that's if you really want to get down to it. That's just my speculation. I ain't, there's no. Yep. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm just saying that's just that's just how what I that's how I look at from the outside. So we I ain't really put a fine comb to a pen to it or a comb to it. So I haven't really brushed that, through it yet. That, in my opinion, is the bottom line, and that's what it is. You know, um, most baseball players and most African Americans that play baseball. Obviously, their parents, most of them, their parents can afford to send them to college because they don't give full scholarships for the most part in baseball. You're getting partial scholarships. You may get, you know, 20%, 30 40%. They don't, you, don't see, you don't see baseball guys with full-ride scholarships like you see in football. Is you it know, break time yet? See, see, Alex don't want to hear some. Well, 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 what's my defense supposed to be? Everybody knows. No, I'm not saying you had a defense, but you, some people just don't want to hear what the truth possibly can be. Right. Now I'm not. Not. not, well, not that could also not be. I mean, that could also not be true. What I say? Some people don't want to hear how, how mostly possibly what the truth can. Well, be. Well, because the no- baseball and track get partial scholarships, so most of these guys from I, I know some guys who say, "Well, I'm gonna play baseball." And, and you and you made a you made a comment. Football is advertised more. It is marketed more. So kids say, I'm going to play football. I talked to some um, guys who play professional football Said, I wish I would have played baseball, um, but it wasn't marketed like that. It wasn't marketed like football does a good job, a great job of doing. You got these kids um, wanting to play football. Uh, that, I'm not saying it possibly can be the truth. I didn't say it was the truth yet, but I'm close to saying most African-Americans um, play football and basketball and they want them to come to school and generate money for them. Most white Americans are going to play. Now, most of them play baseball. They can go straight to school. They can go straight to the pros. Why can't? There's some legitimate. There's a handful. I know the game of football is physical. You can't take a high school guy and put him in with right. some grown men. It's physical, and you can get seriously hurt. But there are some guys that can do it as skilled guys. You can take a guy and play corner, can go out there and cover a grown man. He's just a cover corner. You got some grown men that play corner, don't even tackle. They just cover ta- corners. So it's possible they can do it. I'm not. I don't have a. I don't have a blueprint to. Uh, but you know, but saying these guys like, cannot well, do it. The monopoly. They want to be able to make money off of these college kids, just like with basketball. They had to send them to school at least one year to make money off of them, at least for one year. And we got to get one year out of them, man. That's why they changed the thing. They're all in cahoots together, man. 
You know, NCAA wants to make money off of these guys at least for, for one year. You know, they, they want to. And anyone that says, you know, they need to go to college, and, and, and it's ridiculous. They're, I mean, some of the comments that are made are ridiculous about sending these guys to college for a year. That's so the NCAA can make money off of them for a year. Then, then here, well, then I, here you I, go. I just got a text. You know, some programs of baseball, particularly being one, are being cut at the universities. I don't know if these major universities or not, but they, they do find a way. Like at University of Kansas, that's a basketball school. But football generates a lot of money. Uh, but most of that money from basketball and football it goes to the soccer team. It goes to the intramural team. It, uh, it goes to the uh, baseball team, which Kansas does have a pretty good baseball team. But it goes to all the other sports to balance it out. Okay, so don't play sports. That's crazy. Why? That's crazy. Why is that crazy? Don't play sports for the for the. If you're unhappy with it, don't be a part of it. They don't know about it. Kids don't know about it. I didn't know about it. You can, we that we know. About you think it that with, in the Twitter sphere that we have now that we don't understand what's going on right now? I don't now? think a kid can understand this conversation. Yeah, a high school kid is not able to understand this conversation. Absolutely not. When he been when since he's been ten years old, he's been talking about playing in the NFL. He ain't even thinking about. So college. their marketing team should win a Pulitzer, is what you're telling me. The NCAA marketing team should win a Pulitzer, absolutely, or whatever no, award the, they the, get. The NFL too, not the Nobel Peace Prize. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I tell you this: they have they taken kids from. Um, I, I I train in this. I train with FBO. They saying sixth grade to the NFL, sixth grade to the NFL. Not college, I guess the things in between is supposed to happen for them. But they say sixth grade to the NFL. Yeah, they the marketing team should get Nobel. Not they should get a Nobel Peace Prize, a Pulitzer. They should get it because they can market these guys um, strictly for same thing branding. Like just like branding, like Adidas, like a Nike. We got these guys in all Adidas wear. So when these guys do become professional, all they know is Adidas. So they gonna they gonna sign a contract with Adidas, and that's a great job by Adidas to put these kids and give out free stuff to them. It's, it's just like any university. If you start at Alex Clancy University, uh, you're going to give away a lot of free stuff. You're going to do a whole lot of things to some kids because you know at one point they're going to have to go to school. By that, I mean you're going to educate them. Um, at one point they're going to go to school. Why not come to the Alex Clancy School, pay me $30,000? Should I name my nickname the Fighting Francis's? No. <laughs> do you think that would work? You're not going to have a football team. You're just going to have a school and a business. You What was your major? Uh, psychology. psychology. Yeah, you're going to have a business. you going to have a a business school of psychology, something like that, whatever. Uh, let's do this. I want to talk about Spivey. I want to talk about uh, what you got going on, but I also want to talk about the – you had a conference call yesterday. Unfortunately, I was at Troon North golfing. Uh, but I want to talk about that. I want to take a quick break and come back and do that. Your internet flagship station for sports – Sports. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. 
Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back to the Formula Sports Talk. Alex Clancy in the studio. Deborah Debris is on assignment. And we got Junior Spivey on the line. See that conversation we just had prior to? It, it went off the air. It, it, You know, we had some discussion about it off air. And, and it is a... It is a I mean, you can get 10 people in a room from anywhere, any background, nationality. Um, it is a subject that you really have to think about. And I can ask you, Alex, to do your research on it, and you will. Um, go back to when you was 10, when you really started loving any sport and find out how it was and what it is now and why does some things make sense that others don't, and it's the same thing. Um, you could also talk. You could also use this case with women in sports, like women um, – play basketball and it's entertainment we went to a game uh, together this year at the sparks because we wanted to see the sparks play well i wanted to see Brittany griner i really want to see that but why don't they generate the same amount of money what's wrong with their marketing team why don't they generate the same amount of money to uh, men uh in basketball do uh because it's not as popular yeah but because it, i mean it's only been around for and Julia, like 15 years yeah i think the uh, wnba so I mean, it's and yeah. that's a lot. There's no history. There's no following. So they had they had to come well, up with these something. Girls, these girls, good. These, they can play. Yeah, I agree. I understand that, but it's not. It's not the same. Not yet. I mean, it, they they were almost defunct a couple of years ago, and now the name of the jerseys are off. Now it's like soccer. It's so you like, have you have NASCAR. you have LifeLock on the on the on the Mercury's uh, jerseys. It's like NASCAR. But Junior made a point off the air, and we still talk NASCAR about, makes a lot of money though. Yeah, I'm talking about the marketing. Oh yeah. Um, Junior made a point off the air that um, if these guys can come out at 18. Think about the millions of possibly millions of dollars that they can make. Football, right? Football, Most football, football basketball, football basketball. Well, basketball, I understand that. That's what's the difference? But look how much. Look at Kobe. Let's just say Kobe. All right. Look how much much Kobe Kobe has made over the course of his career, and he has, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, is it a 15 year career, 17 year career, 17, 17. 17 You know, years. Alex, no. Look yeah. at that, 17 years in the game. <laughs> He's, he's made a nice, pretty, that's, that's a nice change. Yeah, but he's a top six player, top ten player of all time. But you he can't came, compare he, that to, he to came other. Out, no, well, he, no, he okay, came okay, out of high I, school. I yeah, no, I know. But look I at Look at Jermaine O'Neal. Jermaine O'Neal came out of high school. He's had an average career, but he's played a long time. There are exactly. pennies on the dollar compared to people that have come out that now no longer play in the NBA because... Because in the best interest of the player for basketball, because you can make that jump right away coming out of high school that you can't make in football. You can't go from high school to the NFL. They were saying you, um, that you couldn't do it. They were saying that you couldn't do it. They were saying that. You know, even with LeBron, you guys can't do it. You shouldn't come out of high school. You know, you shouldn't come out of high school. You need to go to college. You need to go to college. You're not mature. Man, these First of all, it's a, it's a, are physically ready to do it, yeah. and they can do it. You talking about a guy who gonna go bang with Patrick Ewan and Michael Jordan coming out of high school? Um, most of these guys can't do it. AI could have came out of high school; he had to go to college. But there's some other stuff that took place prior to that. Him leaving high school, going to Georgetown. Um, but you going to talk? First of all, 
you're a high school kid. You're going in a locker room full of grown men. So you have no conversation you that you can relate you to. Up. And they're going to teach you. If you go to the right team, they teach you how to mature, how to elevate your game, to play professional. But that's not to say, why can't this kid go to the NBA? Why can't he go to the NFL? You can go to the NFL. Look at Tim Tebow. He's been in the NFL. He hasn't done anything significant yet. He could be sitting on the bench for the rest of his career, but he will be on the NFL team. Yeah, because he went to college for four he years. He went to college. But what he, he wasn't a starting guy in, at, at Florida. Yeah, he, he was. Well, behind Chris Lee after Leak, he was a yeah, rookie, when well, he was a yeah. freshman. Yeah, but and they won he, the national championship that year. You could take a guy out of high school from high school and put him in the NFL if he has that skill set, and you can let him mature. You can have him on your roster. That's what teams do anyway. That's how they draft baseball guys and send them down to the minors. Yeah, but you can't they got them forever. You can't die on the NBA court like you can as a kid. You if you get one, you're an 18 year old kid. You're six two two twenty. Didn't even hear what I just said. Yes, I did. You can, you don't you can have him on your team and mature this guy, teach him how to play. Uh, and but. At the same time, you have to give coaches a, a better lifespan as far as coaching because if you draft this guy, he's going to be around for three years. I don't have a problem. Pittsburgh does it all the time, but they get these guys out of college. You, they sit guys for three years, and that's why their team is, is as such. They have a professional team. That's why they're always in a mix of things because they got – they draft fourth and fifth rounders and let them sit for a while so they can learn to piss. Yeah, because way. they went to college. I said they went to college, but yeah. I'm saying you can draft a guy out of high school and sit him for three or four years. So you use like a he, roster spot on somebody that's totally unproven in the college. No, it, no, no, absolutely. I would, um, I would draft them, but now everything has to change with football. Now the roster spot expands. Now the 53 man roster is now a 63 man roster because I got high school kids. How much team. do you pay that kid that doesn't play for four years? He's going to be. He's going to get paid. How much? How much? What he's worth? He's not worth anything. He is worth anything. No, he's not. He's he's not. He's unproven. He played against a bunch of sixteen-year-olds the year that you watched film on him. What was unproven? Every everybody that's that's drafted is unproven. No, but you have tape. Wait a minute. You have tape in college. We was given no college and football. College and football in college and football in NFL. Yeah. Okay. You talking about? You remember when they used to give guys sixty million dollars who haven't proved anything? Yes. What's the difference of giving a guy? $10 $10 million out of high school. They do it in baseball all Offensive the time. linemen don't get that paid now, and they've been in the league 10 years. They had to change the rule because, they, it was, for one, the money reason, giving some guy who's unproven to your, yes. to your comment, unproven. Nobody, everybody's unproven when you come to the league. Okay. Sam Bradford unproven. Unproven. And, well, Matt Stafford unproven. Unproven. Okay. okay. Name he anybody. Name anybody. So, uh, Sam unproven. Bradford got to a national championship game. Matt Stafford was one okay. of the best quarterbacks. Uh, unproven. In, in, no, it's not. Well, that's ridiculous. I'm talking about the NFL. Yeah, I watched these guys play down in Florida. I watched a freshman, a freshman down in Florida running back playing varsity and dominating. Okay. And, they, and down in Miami, we talk about Miami football. Now don't go crazy now and say Miami football is not what it is. Miami, Texas, we know what a good. I, I, fo- didn't, I didn't. No, say no I'm just saying in general, we know what a good football programs are. He's a freshman, uh, Michael Michelle. He's a freshman down there playing varsity football. He's still unproven until he gets to the NFL, but that's why I'm hiring him. When I hire you, hire anybody in the company, they're unproven. You going off their potential. So, so now you got people around them to teach them the business. What, what, you come out of law school, you are unproven. You haven't tried any cases. You were in law school. Now I want you in my firm, so I'm going to give you uh, hundreds of thousand dollars to learn how we do it here. At so firm. are you telling me that Matt Stafford unproven and an 18-year-old quarterback that hasn't played college is the same level of unprovenness? I'm saying I'm drafting an 18-year-old guy, and I'm going to sit him around and learn the game like everybody else has to do. Matt Stafford has college film. He chose to go to college. 
He was, that was a guy we saw in college. Yeah. If I had to draft Matt Stafford and a high school guy, I'm going to draft Matt Stafford. Right. Because he has tape. But I'm not saying I'm going to draft this high school guy because I know I'm going to sit him down for three years. I'm going to sit him down for three years. Look at Terrell Pryor been sitting down. Look at, uh. He went to college. He went to college one year. He went to college one year. He didn't go to college. He went to college one year. And they won a bowl game. He. So you talking around yourself. That's no, what you're I'm doing. not. He went to college one year. You're playing against he 50. To, so sometimes if, if there's a kid in high school that's 15 years old, that's an offensive lineman because he's I'm, bigger than everybody else, he's protecting your quarterback. You're going to waste a fourth-round draft pick on. You say you're going to sit around for four years. So now you're talking crazy. Why no, would I draft the 15 year I'm not. No, I didn't say that. I said you have a 15-year-old offensive lineman protecting your 18-year-old quarterback in high school. Yeah, they win the state, they win the state championship. I'm drafting a quarterback because he's know how to take what he has on that team and make it work for himself. I'm going to draft a quarterback. But you are not hearing me what I'm saying. I'm not drafting him to play right away. You, you got I some know grown that. men. No, I'm hearing you. I yeah, understand I'm a, that. I'm going to draft him, and I'm going to sit him down for three years. I'm going to draft a baseball guy right. coming out of college, I mean high school playing baseball, and I'm going to give him $10 million, $15 million, and I'm going to send him to the minors until he learned the game, as the professional game now. You still have to learn the game wherever you come from. Name anybody in the world that's played professional yep. football. You still have to learn that game. I understand that, but you have an intermediary. You have the farm system of football, which is college football. Baseball, but not see, one, one team. Okay, they're paying, hey, if they come out of farm system, they're paying these guys. My in practice squad is the farm system because now he's in my why? system. So you know, what? If that's the farm system, then why are you not paying these guys? You're making money off of them. You're making way more money than because the they're amateur league, athletes. Uh, they're, they're not. So the, these minor league teams are making who, who college guys. They're if, amateur if, athletes. If college football is a farm system. I I understand that. I'm I was I was making I was making a comparison. College. I'm the, not a comparison, but I, I feel the same way. D league hey. guys don't get paid in the NBA. Who? The huh? developmental league guys. They do get paid. Yeah, they do. Pennies on the dollar compared to like so okay okay so okay so look so okay so here so they're making sixty grand a year yeah still getting paid that's money to eat off of so now I want to know they I, I get a guy in high school I put him on a practice squad I put him on my farm team uh, he's still in my program he's still in what we trying to do as a football team he's there for three years okay I got him there I'm giving him sixty thousand dollars a year coming out of high school sixty thousand dollars a year five grand a month five grand a month I'm giving him six thousand um. Now you got an option. You wanted $60,000. We got you here. Now you 18 years old. You're coming out of school. You're 21. You couldn't went to college. You would have made no money. Now you would have got in trouble doing, trying to get money because of collegiate level. They, they, can't, they can't pay you. So you got $60,000. You're a professional. Is it now. the NCAA's fault that you get in trouble when you're in college? Uh-huh, yeah, no, some of it. It's not. Some of it. It's not. You, you are, can't look at it because you 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 said it from a different side. You yeah, can't, I am. I know. I'm saying you said it from a different side. The NCAA can do a lot of things, and when you pull when you pull the NCAA to the table of accountability, they change the rules. So now they change the rules and say, oh yeah, this is not right. We should have did this a long time ago. We had an incident like this like a week ago. They changed the rules. And say, oh yeah, dig that. Uh, the guy from the Marines couldn't play ball. Okay, mm-hmm. we changed the rule. The NCAA don't do nothing but wait for somebody to bring something to the table to say you're wrong for doing it. Then they look at the rule book and say, oh, that, that's wording. That's wording. That's a wrong way to word this. So we'll change this, and he's eligible now. So you'd rather, in the, grand, in, the grand, in the grand scheme of things, in the grand scheme of a person's life, male, we're talking about men's sports, in the, in the, grand, in the grand scheme of a man's life, okay, you have the opportunity to go to a college, have, have your college paid for for four years. Yes, you'll have to suck the teat of the NCAA for four years. You're going to get taken advantage of in some respects, but you're also... <laughs> Junior, you're, you're also you're listen. Going, you're going, you're going from one thing to another. No, I'm, I'm not. Saying, you didn't I'm let me finish this. my point. I'm saying this: if 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 this was the case, and we can get college, we can get high school football guys to go straight to the pros. There are people around and see if these guys are ready to do that. 
It's just not like, oh, my goodness, I want to get him before he signed. Why do you think they signing college guys are signing sixth graders right now to college scholarships? Oh, letter of intent. They're signing these guys right now. So what's the difference when the pros taking a high school guy saying, I want him to play pro with me. I'm going to keep him for three years. He's going to learn the game. He'll be 18. Um, he'll be 21. It'll be the same thing as he was Terrell Pryor. He went to school for one year. Now he's about to be my starting quarterback for the Oakland Raiders. So you'd rather, and I'm, let me finish my whole thing, you'd rather get drafted. I ain't got time for you to finish your whole thing. Just speed it up. Go. Okay, you'd rather, you'd rather get drafted right out of high school. Okay, and you play for three years. Okay, fine. If you go to college and you play college football, and say say you get three years of whatever major you want to, if football doesn't work out for you like it doesn't for most, you'll at least have something, some sort of skill set that's not sports related that you could fall back on, maybe get a job afterwards. Yeah. Uh, where is that? I should have told you slow it down. Go ahead. Slow I it did. Down. <laughs> no, no, Alex. I know what you you saying this. If if he can come out of high school and go to the pros and it don't pan out for him, what is he going to do after that? What's the end game? If it doesn't work out, because there's 110 NFL college teams. Okay, like, you get your college education paid for. You, yeah. you don't make it, don't pan out. You can go back to school and have it paid for. Don't they do that in uh, baseball? Uh, they don't do they do that with the military? Yes, they, yeah. they, want an okay, boy. Kid, they want an 18-year kid to go to war, uh, but he can't buy cigarettes. Totally different train. story. That's not totally different. He's, his life is more in danger than a football player. Exactly. I'm saying that that so many things supersede sports, and that is obviously number one. I mean, that's we're, we're talking about something at a lower level, in theory, comparatively speaking, to that. Because that's Real, I mean, that's 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 hypocritical, and not of you, but of of how we see things. It's uh, I want this eighteen year goal. I'm drafting you, whether you want to. If if there was a draft, mm-hmm. if we had a draft again, which they talking about bringing back, what I want you come into my military, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine, whatever Coast Guard, and go to war because I need bodies. I need you to walk on landmines to blow up so we can see what the cl- the coast is clear now. But you can't buy alcohol, you can't buy drink. Not to say you you 18, you can't do that, you should be able to do that. But when you go to the military, they say, we'll pay for your school. That's the, that's the, they sit at the malls now and trying to entice mm-hmm. these little kids. They go to every mall, you'll see a military branch in the recruiter, mall, yeah. a recruiter in the mall to entice these little kids. But they say, we'll pay for your school. And then they do the research and say, where's your mom and pop do? Oh, they didn't go to school. So what do you think? We gonna, you can be the first. They do these things. This is marketing. This is, this is, uh, entrapment, it's the same thing the NCAA, it's the same thing collegians do. That's why they send uh, assistant coaches to you first, and then they bring the head coach in. All it is is entrapment, make it look good for, for the uh, the kid, to make it look like it's, his, sure. it, to make it look like it's, it's in his best interest to go to school. It is not in his best interest to go to school if he can become a pe- professional and generate millions of dollars. And I hear what you're saying, what if it don't work out? Well, in the, in the program we're talking about, me, you, and Spivey, well, there should be a school, a school. If it doesn't work out, he can go back to school. Yep. Let's take a quick break. And, Junior, I'm going to come back, and we're going to definitely talk about with uh, your, your call you had, what's going on this weekend. I know the Diamondbacks are doing some things and uh, what you got going on. I know that's a new show, and we were thinking about bringing Alex on, but I don't know, man. Formula <laughs> Sports Talk. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. 
Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. What if there was a program that brought the best in sports and the best of entertainment together in one place? It can be done, and Darnell Autry proves it every week on Outside the Spotlight. In this program, athletes and artists come together to share their success stories, hobbies, professional projects, and more that will interest not only the sports fan, but fans of entertainment and other human interest stories. If you have something you want to ask your favorite athlete or entertainer, listen for Outside the Spotlight, Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Now some of you might still be in that place. If you're trying to get out, just follow me. Hey, welcome back to the Formula Sports Talk. I didn't know I had to come in and music was going down. It felt like a cue to, to come back on the show. Hey, we were just talking. About, it's, there's a show within the show, off the air. I mean... Alex talking about I should have reached across the table. No, no, no. <laughs> Alex, Alex, with you making you making your points. You making it from where you sit, and then we. That's what the argument coming in, and then the arguments are good because it gets clear understanding. As long as you know how to argue, you know Spivey argued with the best of them. So he, <laughs> he argued with himself. It, yeah, but you you make these points. I'm making it from where I stand and how I dealt with the NCAA. I've I've literally dealt with the NCAA on a, per, a personal basis, and. um you you make it from you went to University of Colorado. You you are a huge fan. You you do all your research. You, you know you, you know your stuff. But from where I said from with Spivey, and Spivey coming from another program, another professional sport, can see how the NCAA did him. He went to uh, JC, um, but it's just coming from different angles. So it's an argument. Most times the point is the air is a point, but most times you got to figure out where you stand or, or what was your uh, relationship with what we're talking about. So it's not a big deal, and and, and I do agree with uh, Spivey said our show should be on TV. <laughs> it should be on a webcam or something. It, it makes it makes no sense to me. I mean, I was on twelve sixty, and we did the show, and it, and Spivey actually came on that show a couple of times, but we was on webcam. The whole nation, everybody can see it. I mean, this is Voice America, and we can still be heard everywhere in the world. Uh, but why not have a when you got heated shows or you got good shows? Why not have it on visual, right? <laughs> Exactly. Spivey, uh, uh, definitely a, a huge, uh, uh, what is it, friend of the show, family of the show. He's your friend. I, he's my family uh, of the show. There you go. Um, 
But Spivey, you had something going on a uh, conference call. I think it was yesterday. To speak a little bit about that, and we use this whole segment to talk about that. Unless uh, okay. Alex has oh, something. Okay, that's cool. Thanks, Kwame. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, we had a big, big conference call yesterday with Dr. Amy Heaton, who is a doctor for Limitless Worldwide, uh, a nutritional company that uh, provides supplements and other nutrition to athletes and whoever. And we had. Uh, there was probably over 100 uh, athletes and strength and conditioning coaches on that call. And she was just basically breaking down uh, what Limitless is doing with their NSF certified for sport products and the release of three other products that NSF certified for sport. And what that means, you have a product that has basically passed all of the, com- the compliances uh, as far as doping in, from the collegiate level all the way to the professional level. And that's the direction that nutrition nutritional companies and just nutrition or sport nutrition is headed. If it's not NSF certified, it's not NSF certified for sport, you're basically gambling or taking a chance on that nutrition supplement. So that's the direction it's going, and it's going to basically alleviate a lot of the PED use that you see in professional sports and uh, on the collegiate level. So that's what the conference call was basically about. Uh, we have some products that are, that are, that are you know, um, that works. Uh, we have some, some products that are going to get results that are clean, that is healthy for you. So, you know, it was a great call. It was a great information uh, that Dr. Andy provided uh, to us. I, the, lim- the limitless is going, it's, it's almost glo- it's global now because it's, it's legal to use on the collegiate level. It's legal to use in the NFL. When you, when you hear so many guys getting in trouble in baseball, major league also, when you hear so much, so much guys trying to get that edge and, and then they, you know, they go through all these scientific not scientific, but science, you know, these labs and, and trying to find the right things that they can get in my body or they take these cycles, get in my body and get out. Uh, but with Limitless, this is a legal thing. This is something yes. you can take. This is something you can take to your team, doctor. This is something you can take to uh, the NFL or the MLB or whatever major major league sport you play, and they say this is good to go. So um, I, I know that call, we got five minutes to close, I know that call was more so – to to put the awareness out there, and I know you you one of the head head guys over there at the Limitless, right? In the sports department. Yeah, I was, I was I was at the beginning, at the very beginning. I'm the one who basically told them that we have to get our products uh, NSF certified in order to you know service a lot of these athletes. That's demand, and that's the standard. So the gold standard right now, is you have to have an NSF certified product, and with that, you know, it basically states that there's no banned substances in this product or the facility, right. either one. So and, and you know, like, it basically gives the athlete the assurance that I can take this product without having to worry about uh, filling a, uh, a drug test. And, and, like I, um, and like I had to do, you have any issues or something like that, I had to check my cardiologist to see if you can take those things, see if you can mix certain medicines, because I take like five pills a day. Or actually five in the morning, five, four at night, something like that. But you, you, you can check with the cardiologist because it mixed with a, a whole lot of other things, and it's good to go uh, as far as I was concerned to take it. Uh, so, right. yeah, it, it, it is, I think it's very important. It keeps the sport clean because I don't want to be on the air talking about uh, another athlete trying to get an edge or why he did this. Was it financial reason he had to take this because he felt pressure? Was it he was high in the injury, he had to do this, and then he got caught? Um, let's keep the sports clean, and I think uh, Limitless goes a long way in doing that. Yeah, Junior, uh, yeah, but- the, I, I've, I've had trouble trusting athletes 
for recent history. I mean, ever since Balco came out, probably, and uh, there was stuff before that, stuff after that, and anything that could instill the trust back into Major League Sports, I am all behind. So, well played, sir. Oh, yeah, no, no question. I mean, you, you, everyone, you're going to go to the, until you cross the line. You're going to go to that line. You know, you're going to, as an athlete, you're, you're looking for ways to recover. You're looking for, I mean, you're playing. You have to recover. Your body has to recover. So you're going to always look for that edge and look for, like, uh, you know, that little bit of, of, of edge over this person or that person. Or, you know, you're going to take it to the limit. You know, just same thing with creatine, the same thing with the protein. I mean, that, that's just what it is. And, but that creatine, man, that creatine was, I, I've never taken any of that stuff, but I had some guys taking creatine, and they looked good but they were cramping up all the time. you got to drink water like you breathe if you're going to be on creatine and, and those things. But right, when you got exactly. some natural pro- you got something natural in your body, it's just already in your body, when you got that type of stuff and it's, and it's legal, you might as well go what works, go what you can use. And, again, you can always check with your doctor. Gentlemen, we got like three, two and a half minutes. Uh, this weekend, you got a baseball reunion? Yeah, we're having an alumni game. They call it the alumni game. Basically, it's the old man's game or the old-timer's game, if you want to call it that. But it's the you know, alumni game. This is our uh, second annual. Uh, last year was a, was a huge success. So this year it should be even better because we're going to have more players playing in it. So it's a great opportunity for the guys, the former players, to get, to get acquainted with one another. You know, it's been 10, 15 years since you've seen guys. And uh, it's good to get back out there, get back on the field again and, do what we do. Hopefully, I can get my body. You know. You want me to hit you? Uh, some, you want me to hit some balls to you? I will. Uh, but uh, man, nah, I, man, I, I got to. I'm stretching, man, trying to get my body. Hopefully, my body will allow me to play, man. I'm about to pop about four or five celebrates just to just to get just to numb my body up to get back out there so I can at least try to perform. How's so. the sh- How's the shoulder? <laughs> man, the shoulder's bad now. It's my back. You know, it, it just it's not one thing. I've had more issues, you know, since I've been done playing. You know, while I was playing, so it's crazy. Nah, I hear you. You got to be careful. That, you got to be careful in that game for a whole lot of reasons. But I, oh, you, yeah. you're supposed to go out there and have fun. Now, now, you know, I was Golden Glove shortstop, so I know it's an alumni <laughs> game. But if y'all need, you know, if some guys don't want to be out there, I, I, I throw in the Diamondbacks uniform. I, I do. Oh, man, I, I, I do I, root well, for. See, you know, we'll, 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 we'll move Womack uh, to the outfield, man. I don't think I can uh, take Womack's position. Womack can still play today. <laughs> it, yeah, he could. He could. Tony, he could. Oh, that, that's good stuff. Fun, man. It's going to be a great, great opportunity, man just to see the guys and a great opportunity and fun time for the fans to, to see some of the guys from that 01 team and, and that 98 team. So, you know, it's, it's going to be good. Well, good stuff. Quentin was asking me about tickets. I said, I'll ask Bobby. He said, he'd take you all if you wanted I, to go. I can get tickets, man. Okay. Let well, me know how many I need. Oh, I, yeah. got them. I got them covered. Well, we there. I want to do. I want to see some fun stuff. I like to see guys reminisce, go out there and have a good time. But we out of, yeah. we out of show time, man. Unfortunately, we only 40... What is it, like a 47-minute show? Uh, we should have two hours. We'll work on that. Also, anybody out there want to um, lower their monthly bills, give me a call. Lower their lifespan, give me a call. Put some money in your pocket, give me a call. Um, one more thing, Junior. We had a show. We're we working on the show also, aren't we? Yes, we are. Real quick, on a, 10 on a seconds. TV show. Um, hopefully, we can get it going. It's supposed to air in Oklahoma. Um, sports show. Uh, they'll be televised throughout the state of Oklahoma. It's a direct TV show. So that's what we're working on now. We just have to find a studio to shoot the show. And then once we do that, man, we're good to go. So we're looking to try to make that thing happen within the next two weeks. All right, we got to get out here. Alex Clancy, always good to have you in the studio. Alex is a lifer. He, he loves his stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Junior Spivey, Kwame Sports Talk. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah,
Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.